0: thank the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. We can't say that enough. We are here because of mercy. Amen. We are living in his grace. Amen? Amen? And we should be all very happy because of that, because there are so many who don't know that. Even though those who are walking around not knowing the name of God, if they're walking around, they're living under his mercy. We get to have a relationship with this God. And this is why we are here today, to strengthen that relationship. There was a a, a, a subject that God gave us, and the title of this particular thing, and we don't do titles, but just in case people are taking notes, you know, they used to take notes in the old days. You'd see people at church with a notepad and a pen, and you know. And a lot of people took notes because they wanted to come in after church and say, I didn't agree with that. <laughs> so, but... That's fine too. And that's good. It's nothing wrong with that. And uh, but uh, we want to write down this. What is his name? That's a big debate. What is his name? And 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 because and, and we could get into this discussion about the, the names of God or, or I, I don't like the word Jesus because there was no J in the Hebrew. Uh, and, and and I don't li- and and, and uh, uh, you listen to a brother you know looked like he knew he was talking about he had a white robe on and, and you know he was throwing knowledge left and right and he was telling me that you know that's really Zeus's name and, and you should be using Zeus's name and, and and I said man I hear you I hear you I hear you and and so I broke out some Hebrew on him and I said yeah the translation from Hebrew to Greek was about Yod and the Y O D there was no oh, oh brother oh, oh brother. I said, no, I mean, I wouldn't argue argue with him. I wasn't mad at him. But we need to know something about what is his name? Now, if you would turn to Philippians, it's important to know what his name is. And you're going to find out that, oh, I feel kind of foolish having this discussion with somebody. But let's find out what his name is. Amen? Amen. Philippians chapter 2. Because this name is very important. And a name is very important we're going to find out what name really means. Amen? Amen? See, we think name is just something that you, you call something. But a name is something else. And that's what we're going to, what is his name? So we're in Philippians chapter 2. Let's start at verse 9. Philippians chapter 2, and we're going to start at verse 9. And it's, it's, it's kind of a, a, a major point that Christ made here. In verse 9, it says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, being Christ, and given him a name which is above every name. Amen? So this name is pretty important, okay? And, and we're going to find out, we've got to find out what a name is. And then verse 10 says that at, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. That covers it, doesn't it? And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So what is his name? Why is this name so powerful? Why does this name make everything that ever existed bow down to it? Wouldn't y'all want to know that? What is this name? Because this name is important because the only reason they're going to bow down, the only reason you're going to confess that, that Christ, Jesus Christ is Lord is for the glory of the Father. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Genesis 32 and find out what a name is. Genesis 32. We're going to find out what a name is. So we'll find out What we need to be focusing on, as opposed to the letters that put together to make a name, what we really need to focus on is what the name is. Genesis chapter 32. Genesis 32, let's start, if we would, at verse 27. Genesis chapter 32, and we're going to go to verse 37. Are we there? Uh, Twenty-seven. Excuse me. Thirty-two. Twenty-seven. Thirty-two. Twenty-seven. Amen? Amen. All right. Thirty-two. Twenty-seven reads, and he said unto him, "What is thy name?" Now, this was this account where Jacob was 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 trying to find salvation. Jacob was at a point where he knew there was only one that could save him, and so he was wrestling all night with him, and it, and and so this great this this this, this great. Uh, What it looked like his adversary was actually his friend. And so his friend asked him, he said, Jacob, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And Jacob was a name, but Jacob meant something. Jacob meant deceiver. Jacob meant supplanter. Jacob's name meant those things. And and he said, what is that name? And see, if we find out that your name is who you are, you know, not in modern day society, unfortunately, you name your kids, you know, after grocery store items, you know. <laughs> but, 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 but your name was who you are. Esau was named Esau because he was hairy, <laughs> right? He, he, there was a reason for these things. And, and, and so when he said, my name is Jacob, his, his friend said, and, and then he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob. Why? Because you're not Jacob any longer. Your, your character has changed he said but, your, but Israel for as a prince hast thou power with God and with men and hast prevailed therefore your name is no longer Jacob your character is no longer Jacob your character is overcomer so your name has changed this is what a name is is who you are that's why at the name of Jesus every knee will bow because it's what he is not what we call him but what he is we got that Go to Exodus. We're going to find out something about our God today and our Savior today. He is his name. And it's kind of weird that we would think that a name could cover it. This ever-loving, eternal God doesn't fit in an English word. He can't fit in an English word. He can't fit in a Hebrew word. He can't fit in a German word. He can't fit in that because who he is is too great and too powerful and too wonderful. But we're going to find out who he is and what his name really is. Amen? Amen. Go to Exodus, if you would, chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. Tell me if you get confused. Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3, we start at verse 13. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 13. Moses was having this conversation with this same friend that Jacob had a conversation with. And he said, and Moses said unto God, so whoever this was, Moses, you know, in the uh, translation God, he said, Moses said unto God, behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, the God of your fathers have sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, what is what? His name. They were hung up on that too. What is his name? He gave this answer that was too much for anybody to understand. He said, and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. He said, do this. Thus shalt thou tell the children of Israel, I am, have what? Sent me unto you. I am. Now think about I am. I am is I am. (laughs) I always been. I am. I always will be. I am existence. Can you, can you, can you, that's hard. I am. (laughs) I mean, when you think about it, Ain't nothing bigger than that. I am. Everything exists because I am. So he said, if you know, they've been in Egypt. And and, and they've seen the the bird god and the beetle god and the cat god and the falcon god and all these other gods. He said, tell them I am is here. All I'm above all of that. Then he said, oh, well, yeah, y'all been in Egypt a little too long. I'm going to break it down a little bit for you. Let's keep going. And God said moreover, verse 15, unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel. Because the children of Israel had been in Egypt a long time, and they couldn't conceive I am. Abraham could. Elijah saw I am. He said, Oh, I know what that is. But we have been in Egypt so long, brothers and sisters, that our minds can't conceive I am. So he said, okay, I'm going to dumb this down for you just a little bit so we can try to to grab on to it. He said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers. And then he started breaking it down. He said, I'm the God of who? Abraham. I'm the God of Isaac. And the God of Jacob hath sent me unto you. He said, you might be able to relate to that. Y'all remember those three because you've been in Egypt for so long. But then he said, this is my name how long? So whatever that was is his name forever. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. That is my name forever. And this is my memorial unto all generations. He said, I've given you that name so you can remember who I am. We got that? So what is his name so far? God. We got God, I am, and we got who? The God of Isaac, the God of Abraham, and the God of Jacob. So see, we got some, we, got, we, got, we started to make a list of what his name is. All right? And, and, and so let's go to John 8 if we would. He said, what we have is, he said, I'm going to give you who I am. Because there are going to be many languages. You know, there's a language in heaven. And nobody's up there asking about, is it spelled right? <laughs> <laughs> is there a J in, 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 the, in the holy place? Huh. They said, oh, that's who he is. That's who he is. And when he, he walked by Moses and told him who he was, he said, this is my name. You want to know who my name is? Long-suffering. Anybody ever get in an argument about that? My, who are you worshiping? Long-suffering? <laughs> 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 Patient? Abundant in pardon? You ever, you ever anybody have an argument with you about that? Let's go to John 8. Let's keep going. John 8. We're going to try to get through this in the, in the amount of time because there's so much. Uh, but I think when we finish, we're going to find out what his name is and who he is. And so we can, we, can, we can just stop worrying about some things, and we can go on and worship him. John chapter 8 verse 57 John chapter 8 verse 57 John 8, 57 And it reads Lord John 8:57 Then said the Jews unto him Thou art not yet 50 years old and hast thou seen Abraham See he was he was telling them what his name was. He said, "Y'all, y- let me tell you what my name is. And so he said, you remember the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. So he was having a conversation about that. He said, I, I, before Abraham. He said, Jesus said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. I am. Oh, and what happened? Then they took up stones to cast at him. He said, I know what you are saying. You're saying you were before Abraham. You were the one at the burning bush. That's what you're saying. You're saying you're the name we can't speak. Forever. He said, oh, you're saying you forever. That's what they knew, and that's what God, was, Jesus was saying. He said, yeah, I am. That's who I am. And he said, they took up stones to cast in him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple going through the midst of them, and so passed by. Now, we're not going to get into how he did that because y'all will freak out. <laughs> Jesus Jesus simply changed realms. He said, I'm not over here right now. He said, y'all, y'all over in the flesh. I'm, I'm about to move a little bit because I'm not done yet. And if these stones start hitting this body, that's going to be a problem. So I'm going to show you something. I ain't here no more. <laughs> and he was looking. Where, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? He said he went in the midst of them. So he was existing in the midst of them, but he was in a different position. We'll get to that one day when we can handle that. He said his name is who he is. If you want to name this name, it's who he is. Amen? He said, I am. Now, let's go to Matthew, verse 1. And we're go, uh, chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 1. Thank you, sister. Chapter 1 and verse 27. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 27. Verse 21. 21, that's what I meant to say. See, see? Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. 121 so far. Maybe I can see one day. Y'all gonna pray for me. Mm? Matthew chapter 1, Verse 21. And she, he was talking to Joseph, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. Amen? Amen. For he shall save his people from their sins. So when you see that, who is he? Savior. His name is Savior. Did anybody argue with you about that? Who do you worship? Savior. Savior. Okay? When I when I talked to my Jewish uh, brothers and sisters, they said, Who is your God? I said, He's the God of Abraham, he's the God of Isaac, and he's the God of Jacob. Amen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm not hiding. He said that's his name forever. Right. Amen? Let's keep reading. And verse 22 says, Now all that it was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of, by, of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is what? Emmanuel, another name. That name is who he is, God with us. Amen? So we got another name, don't we? His name is Emmanuel. Anybody argue with that? No. Nobody argue with Emmanuel, have they? Oh, see, we're going to see the tricks of the devil. Let us strain at a net, and we're going to miss the point. We're going to miss who he is. See, most of us do this, not us, most people do this because they don't want to follow whoever this is. They're not going to follow Emmanuel. They're not going to follow I Am. They're not going to follow Jesus. They're not going to follow Christ. They just want you to get get off track so we don't even talk about obedience to the Savior. We argue about, well, it's not spelled right. I don't care, spell it any way you want to. This is who he is. He's God with us, okay? Now, I don't care who you serve. I don't care who you call him. You can, it's just <laughs> you can call him Ubi Dubi. I don't care. What we have to do is call him who he is. He is Savior. He is God with us. He is the Christ. He is Messiah. He is Jesus. He is Joshua. He He is all these things. Whatever fits you, fine, but you better go ahead and learn who he is and obey him. I know who I'm sticking with. Because there's something about his name. Stay in Matthew 1. Go to 18. He said, now the birth of Jesus Christ... Was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. His name was Jesus Christ. What is Christ? Christos. He is the, the Messiah. Matthew 18 oh, I thought we were. Yeah, Matthew one eighteen. He is the anointed king. He is the anointed Messiah. That's what Christ means. That's why it says Jesus Christ, right? It was who he was. He was Christ. Is that true? Okay. So we got another name for him, amen? See, if you had a notepad, there's a bunch of them we get getting to because we got to know who he is. What is his name? So when they come up to you and say, I don't believe in that name, what do you believe in? And then you say, and when you get through, you got this picture of the most wonderful Savior you've ever seen. And he said, this is who I serve. Revelation chapter one. Revelation chapter one. Uh Uh-huh, I knew that day was coming. Mm -hmm. Revelation chapter one. Revelation chapter one. Connie and Jay appreciate this time in your life. They're going to be grown in just a little while. Revelation chapter 1. And we're going to go to verse 5. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5. Here we go again. He said, and from Jesus Christ, who is what? The faithful witness. Okay, we got another name. Write that down. He's a faithful witness. Amen? And the first begotten of the dead. He said, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins, in his own blood, and have made us kings and priests unto God and to the Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever, amen. So here is your, your name, amen. He said he's the first begotten of the dead, he's the prince of the kings of the earth, amen. He's the faithful witness. Verse seven says, behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall Well, because of him, even so, amen. Amen. And then in verse 8, he says, let me give you some more of who I am. He said, I am Alpha, amen? amen, and Omega. The beginning and the ending saith the Lord, which is and was, and which was, and which is to come. And then he said another name. He said, I am what? The Almighty. Who is your God? When they ask you what his name is, the Almighty. He said, He's Alpha and He's Omega. He is my faithful witness. He said, Do you know what uh, uh, th- this particular word, uh, 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 when he called himself Almighty, he said, He is the absolute universal sovereign. That's what the Almighty means. Absolute universal sovereign. Okay. Nobody understands law, so they don't understand what it means. He is it. He's absolute. There is nothing higher. Okay? Sovereign. He is king of all. And it's universal. So it's where? Everywhere. <laughs> when he said I'm the Almighty, I am the absolute universal sovereign. That means there's no magistrate higher than me. There's no conglomer- I mean, there's no combination of spirits higher than me. I am who I am. That's his name. Amen? So I, I, I'm okay with omnipotent, aren't you? Amen. I'm okay with omnipresent, aren't you? Yes. This is the God you serve. So when they argue with you about what his name is, tell them this is who he is. Yes. Amen? Yes. Go, go to Luke. Go to Luke. We're going to try to get through this. Luke, we're going to know his name in a minute, are yes, Oh, man, it's 30,000 names. Because this little thing called language ain't adequate. These little letters ain't, can't do it justice. That's why when we pray, the Holy Spirit has to take it and interpret it because there's another language up there. He said, oh, these little poor, pitiful humans, yeah, I, I, I know what you're trying to say. Let me take that up there because them little words don't mean anything. Where are we going, Luke? Luke, Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. We all right so far? Is it too cold in here? That's why nobody's saying anything. <laughs> well, cr- crank it up to about 75, brother. <laughs> I'm trying to see why, it's a, why everybody act like we in a meat locker. <laughs> <laughs> Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 10. Luke chapter 2, ver- starting at verse 10. And the angel said unto them, fear not. This is right before Christ, when Christ was been born, and he was talking to the shepherds. He said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And he said, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a what? A A Savior, which is Christ the Lord. He's a Savior, okay? He's Christ the Lord. He is the Messiah. He is the anointed one. And in John chapter 1, this is going to mess you up. John chapter 1, let's read verse 14, John chapter 1, read 14, because we, we're used to saying this. You know, we remember in, in John chapter 1, 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And, and we see that, and, and we didn't really grab it, we understood what it was telling us. It was telling us that, yes, Jesus is the Word, and, but there's an there's a ex- expression about this Greek word that they use for word. And I, I found it fascinating. It's said, John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we know that because what? Emmanuel is his name. Amen? And, and we beheld his glory, the glory of, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. All right? Here's some more of his name. Full of grace and truth. Only begotten of the Father. But you know what this word means? The word, word means. The divine expression. That's who he is. He's the divine expression of who? God the Father. So who is your God? What is his name? Divine expression of the Father. Amen? So when you see that, you're like, he is, he is that. Now you see why letters can't hold him. Now words can't describe him. Why, why we can't just pin? you know, this is his name. And that's it, because we can't even begin to understand him. We can't begin to understand the enormity of him. And, and even in, uh, 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 when we're dealing with the, the Jewish brothers, they, they, they can't even write the word God. They say because it's unspeakable because it's so holy. See, we hadn't gotten to the reverence part of his name yet. It's so holy. We can't speak it. Unholy can't speak this word. Whatever this name is that, that comes with the real presence of the Father, we can't call it. That's why we have Jesus, the one that says, I am the divine expression of my Father. And, and, and you know, he's the Son of God, right? Mm-hmm. The only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He's also somebody called, called him the Son of Man. Let's, let's go to Matthew chapter 1. And this is, this is why he's the Son of Man, because he was a son of a man, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And, and, and let's look at this. He said in Matthew chapter 1.1, one, one, what does this book say? Matthew chapter one. one. It says, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. The son of who? David. And who? David. The son of Abraham. So Abraham and David were men. Were they not? Even though he was before Abraham, he was still the son of David. Yeah. That's what makes it close to us. He was us. Amen? So who was who, 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 his name? Son of David son of Abraham his name is he says I'm the son of man and and, and so we if this I really wish it was the old days because I would definitely have a easel right here and be writing this stuff down because I know you're going to look at it on YouTube I know you're going to look at it on podcasts but it's nothing like a pencil and a paper to help you remember something that's just that's an aside (laughs) Luke chapter 5 see we got some people who teach in here Am I lying? Luke chapter 5. He said, I'm the son of man. He's the son of Abraham. He's the son of David. But God said, I got something else I want to show you. Go to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, verse 24. Just one more confirmation. He was telling, that he was telling uh, uh, the people that were looking at this miracle that he was, he said, son, your, your sins are forgiven. And, 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 and verse in verse 24 of, of Luke 5, it says, but, but that ye may know that the who? Abraham. Son of man. We found that why? He's a son of David. He's the son of Abraham. The son of man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. He saith unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise and take up thy couch and go into thine house. We see two things in here. Yes, he's a son of man, but what else? He can forgive sin. Three things, I apologize. And also, he can heal. So who is, what's his name? Healer. Amen? He's a son of man, he's a healer, and he's a forgiver of sin. That's his name. We all right with that? Go to 1 Timothy. Oh, we... uh, we ought to be drawing a picture right now. All of this is him. I think we're going to do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, by God's grace, I'm going I'm I'm to I'm do it on a, a, a poster. And it's going to be a shape of a person. And it's going to have all these names in it. And it's going to be who he is. And what we're going to put down is he is our brother. He's our elder brother. He's our soon-coming king. He's the one. But in 1 Timothy, let's see what else he called himself. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5. The Lord said, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. What is his name? Mediator. mediator. Christ Jesus. Mediator. Do you need a mediator? That's not a Mediator. <laughs> you mean medi- a mediator. That's his name. Who do you serve? Mediator. That's who I serve. That's my God. He's a mediator. And what is he mediating about? He's saying, Father, my blood. He's standing in the courtroom, defending us. He's our representative in heaven. Amen? So, so are we okay so far? Are we getting a picture of who what his name is, and, and, and we're going to find out, if somebody asks you who your God's name is, who you're serving, you're going to have to have a notebook, and you're going to say, here he is, this is his name. Wonderful counselor. We're going we're to we're we're actually be able to describe him, and then it ought to get us to a point where we'll actually obey him, because we're going to get into the word Lord in just a minute. But he said Hebrews chapter 3, Let's see what else is he. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1. Even your abs can't move this fast. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1 says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and what? High priest of our profession. Who is? Christ Jesus. Apostle is one who is sent. Amen? Amen. He said he he is our apostle. He is our high priest. And and so when you say, when they ask you, Sister, Sister, Sister Connie, who you're serving? I serve the high priest. I serve the apostle. I serve the one who has been sent. I serve the mediator. You're all going to have all these words for who he is. 1 John chapter 2. Trying to get through. We ain't even started yet. Lord help us. 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2, we're going to start, let's just read 1 John chapter 2, and we're going to read verse 1, he says, my little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not, and if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the who? He said, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Advocate, and intercessor. He's the counselor. He's the best lawyer you got. He's the one standing there being your intercessor saying, excuse me, judge, I know the law. I paid the price. He is who? Jesus Christ, the righteous. He's the advocate. He's the counselor. He's our intercessor. He's the one that does all these things for us. And we need to be rejoicing in him because he is doing all this and we didn't even know his name. We get into arguments about his name. Do you know who he is? This is he, who his name is. How many words have we used so far? How many descriptions? You're ready to go on a whirlwind tour. (laughs) Hebrews 12.2 says he's the author and he's the finisher of our faith. Amen. He said in, in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9 it says he's the author of eternal salvation. Amen. Mm-hmm. He said in John chapter 6 verse 33 he is the bread of God. Yeah. In John chapter 6 verse 35 he's the bread of life. Yeah. Amen. In Matthew chapter 9 verse 15 he said he called himself the bridegroom. Uh-huh. He said he is the bright and the morning star in Revelation twenty-two sixteen. in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 20 he called himself the chief cornerstone. Now, how many names we got so far? So far, when someone asks you, uh, uh, just pick one. What is his name? Pick one of them. Okay? Y'all ready to continue? Yes. He's, he said he's the chief cornerstone. He's the one that, 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 you know what a cornerstone is, don't you? That cornerstone is the one that has to be straight. Because everything is built upon it. If your cornerstone is off, your building is going to crumble. He said, I'm the chief cornerstone. Amen. Remember 1 Peter chapter five, verse four, he called himself the chief shepherd. Mm-hmm. So he said, "The Lord is my who? Yeah. My shepherd. So who is your God, <laughs> shepherd?" <laughs> we got this? Uh, he, said, he said, "Not only am I the shepherd, but in John chapter 10 verse nine, I'm the door of the sheep." Mm-hmm. Okay. calm down. <laughs> I see this, yeah. and this is just incredible to me. I see who he is, and, and this, is, this is overwhelming, and I don't see why we don't serve him. I don't see why we don't obey him. I don't see why we aren't partakers of, of the heavenly calling. I don't know why we're messing around with, with, with Rudy Poo Satan, all day long. Let him go. I serve the most high. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 says, he is the firstborn of every creature. Amen? And, and we call himself here uh, uh, the good shepherd in, in, in John 10, 11. And then in, he's the head of the church. That's found in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23. The head of the church. And this is the issue. Is he the head of the church? He is the head of the church. Now, is he the head of your church? Is he the head of your house? If he is, then he gets to be all this for you. And remember why he came, so he could be all this for us. He said, I want to be your good shepherd. I want to be the chief cornerstone for you. I want to be your Messiah. I want to be your Lord and Savior. I want to be your Alpha and Omega. He said, I want to be all that for you, and that's why I came here. Can't we accept him this morning? I love Colossians 2.10. He said, I'm the head of all principality and power. Hmm. He said in Colossians 4.1, I am heir and I'm Lord of all. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> Lord, is, he, he, the Lord means master. He's the master. You see what the devil did to the African American community in America? They hate the word master. Because the devil said, take this word and put this in your mind. You. You know, you're a slave if you have a master. Oh, let me tell you something. Hebrews said, Whoever you obey is your master. He said, That's the, that's the, that's the pecking order. I know we've been watching TV and everybody think they're a king, but that's not the case. You are what you are, and God is trying to make you what He is. And He said, I'm your master, I'm your Lord. Now, that's not, I got my whip. You know, I'm dipping you in boiling oil. He said, I'm not doing any of that. I'm the one that's going to lead you back to where you need to be. I created you to be a king and a priest. Would you you, you like to have a boss that is going to groom you in the bin to take over? Wouldn't you love to have somebody who loved you so much? He said, man, you're in the dirt and the the mire. I'm going to pick you up, and I'm going to guide you, and I'm going to lead you. And by the way, I died, so to make sure you could have this opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'll take a master like that. I'll take a Lord like that do not tell me he ain't my master, let me tell you who he is. If you don't accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, who is your master oh no i'm I'm master. I'm the king of all I survey. Get a cold, you don't know what to do. Cold take you out i I don't know my my arrogance was never that big because Think about it, if your Lord gets sick, what Elijah say? maybe he sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't need a God that sleeps, <laughs> who took a day off. I'll be on vacation from June 4th to June 18th. I don't need a God like that. And then we're going to call ourselves our own God. If the Holy Ghost decide to leave your body right now, there'll be no breath. What tells your cells to do what it what it what they do? What makes your eyes work? There's ten thousand things in your eyes. What makes them work? I am I me. Mean, you aren't even born of yourself. If your mother left you in the hospital, where would you be? Dead. Mm-hmm. So who is? Go ahead and get you one. You're gonna serve somebody. Go ahead and serve the one we described describing this morning. Amen. He said. He also said in, in Mark chapter 124, I'm the holy one of God. Amen? And then he said in, in verse, I mean Colossians 115, I am the image of the invisible God. Then he said in, in Acts chapter 10, verse 42, I am the judge of the living and the dead. And in, 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 in Matthew chapter 27, verse 11, he's the king of the Jews. Amen? And what about John 8, 12 says, I'm the light of the world. And then he said it in, in Revelation chapter 5, verse 5, I am the lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen? Well, look at you. Find me some Pentecostals. How about living bread in John chapter 6, verse 51? He said, I'm the living stone. I'm the chosen of God in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 4. He said, I'm the Lord of glory in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8. He said, I'm the only begotten son found in John chapter 1, verse 18. I'm the Passover lamb in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. I am the power of God. Yeah. And that's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 24. And he also said in Acts three I'm the prince of life. Yeah. Yeah. We're not done yet. <laughs> What's his name? He got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I am. You see what I am means now? I am is this. Aren't we happy we have a God that loves us who is I am, who became all of this so we could go back home, so we could stop worrying about the wiles of the devil. And and when he gives us all of these things, we should say hallelujah and amen. Turn to Revelation 19. I know y'all wanted to read some more. (laughs) Revelation 19. This is amazing who he is. And it's amazingly stupid to get into a conversation about his name. I'm sorry, that was a personal thing, Brother Jerry. I apologize. <laughs>
1: as, as
0: Paul said, I hope that was by permission and not by commandment. Because I just think it's such a waste of life to sit here and worry about how to spell it when you don't know who he is. But that's all right. To each his own. And i sit there and we'll talk about it all day over a cup of tea. <coughs> but I'm going to take you right back to here. This is who his name is. I am that I am. And let's go to Revelation chapter 19. Let's start at verse 11 if we would. 19, of Revelation. 19 chapter of Revelation. And let's begin in verse 11. And <clears throat> look what happened here. And I saw heaven open. This is a good sign. Because we're looking at who he is in heaven. He said, and "I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called what? Faithful, Faithful and true. No. And in his righteousness, and in righteousness, he doth judge, and what? War. Oh, this see, this is another side of him. Yeah. Mess with his, and see what happens. Y'all don't know that, do you? You think that God stopped caring about you? That He stopped being a man of war?" No, he is a man of war. If we just get on his side, we would see him fight for us. We over here on the opposite side wondering why he's not fighting for us. Well, you in the enemy's camp, man, move. <laughs> he said, called faithful and true and righteous, he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. That means he's a what? Who wears a crown but a king? And he has many crowns, Sister Donna, and, and he said, and he had, had a name written that no man knew. Oh, no. <laughs> but he himself. Oh, so he's got a name that we don't know. <laughs> so we okay with that? So you can say, I don't know. He got a name. I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> he got a name. He said that only he knows what it is. I'm okay with that. And guess what? We'll find that out when it's time. But no man, he said, but he himself. And verse 13 says, And he was clothed with a vesture, dipped in blood. And his name is what? Called the Word of God. So who do you worship? Word of God. We, we, Sister Marie, we're trying to throw the Word of God out. All the evidence, who he is, we're trying to get rid of. Get that Bible out of here. We don't need no Bible. We're we spiritual. Yeah, you sure are. <laughs> yeah, the voodoo, the hoodoo, and all the other spiritual stuff y'all are dealing with. And, and, and the armies, verse 14, and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses. Now, think about this. He's so bad that the armies of heaven are following him. Y'all good with that? Okay. We can't get people to <laughs> do nothing here on earth. He got everybody. Everything in heaven follows him. He said, because his name is what? The word of God. And he said, he, they all are white horses, horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And verse 15, and out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Okay, now, he's no longer this babe in the manger, is he? He's no longer the, the one the devil's trying to exp- He's nothing. He forgot about y'all. I'm your friend. He said, no, I didn't forget about you. I I engraved you on the palm of my hands, so I'm with you all the time. But we're about to see who he is going to be to his enemies. And I pray that we are on his side. Because when this one comes, we call it the innumerable company of angels. When they come from the clouds, ooh, we better be on his side. Because somebody said they're going to be destroyed by the brightness of his coming. And just think, all of that added up, not as bright as the Father. That's why no man can approach the Father. Because it's just too, no. But Jesus, who said in verse 16, and he had on his vesture and on his thigh this name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Isn't that wonderful? I'm the king of kings. He didn't say there weren't other kings. He didn't say there weren't other lords. they just under my foot because I'm king of kings and Lord of lords. Come on up with me and ride one of these white horses with me is what he's asking today. Come on, get your your linen washed in my blood so they will be white as snow. That's all he's asking today. He said, just know who I am so you'll know that you can be with me, and I'm trying to get you to come up. Yeah. Hebrews 1. I know. That's all. we were doing all right. Amen? Amen. Y'all say, I'm tired of hearing about Jesus. Yes, mm. <laughs> guess I, I'm just confused. <laughs> Everything lines up because he's I am. Mm. See, we were going to go, uh, by God's grace, we were going to go and say, well, you know, we have Elohim Shabbat. <laughs> we have uh, 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 Jehovah Jireh. Oh, but we go going to, no, no. Ain't none in here. Speak that. But we speak this. Don't we? We are, When we say king of kings, lord of lords, what language do we have to go interpret? We don't. We know what that is. When we say Messiah, we know who that is. When we say Redeemer, we know who that is. Right? We know these things. And so this is God says, Make it plain today so they don't have to be biblical scholars to learn who I am. He said, I put it in my word, and this is what my name is. Because the key to it all is to follow him. He did this in Exodus 15, I believe, when he was courting Israel. He said, Israel, this is who I am. You ever courted somebody? I mean, I don't I think women do that now, I don't know. There's some, there's some fast girls out here. Uh, uh, you, 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 you show them who you are to try to win them, you know? And, 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 and so Christ was, was showing them, he said, this is who I am. And then he went to Exodus 20, he said, this is the laws of my relationship. Isn't that beautiful? We call them the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt. not. No, he said, this is just, the, the, the laws or the rules of our relationship. And they're promises. When you're with me, you won't commit adultery. When you, won't, you know what? When you're with me, you'll honor your father and your mother. <coughs> he said, that's the happiness and joy of this relationship. He said, you won't be bearing false witness. Nobody's going to be bearing false witness in this relationship. Wouldn't you love to be married to someone who didn't, false, what, false witness? <laughs> that you didn't have to worry about them lying to you. I know so many people in relationships, they they, 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 they got to check the man's phone every five minutes. Casey, young people, if you're in that relationship, you're not in one. <laughs> run to the hills, male or female. Run to the hills. They are killing people every day in those types of relationships. But God's relationship is different. Amen? Amen. Let's go to Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 1. We're going to get out. We, we're going to leave him in just a second. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 8. He said, but unto the Son. So we know he's the Son of the living God. Mm-hmm. He said, but unto the Son, he saith, thy throne, O God. So what is another name for him? So when they ask you who you serve, you can say God. Amen. He said, that throne, O God, is forever and ever. He said, a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness. See, this is where we start seeing who he is and what his name really is. He's the king because he, he loves righteousness. He said, I hate iniquity. He said, therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, is the beginning. And in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. So another name is Creator. I worship the Creator. Do you? The Creator. Now that blew a lot of people away. What's His name? Creator. Go go to 1 Timothy, chapter 4, verse 10. 1 Timothy, chapter 4, verse 10. We need to know this. He says, for therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in something called the living God. So he's the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those that what? That believe. This is us. He's the savior of us. We call him the living God. I don't serve a dead God. See, my God is not in Joseph's new tomb. Where is he? Anybody know where he is now? He's in heaven. Where, where is he in heaven? Come on, students. He's in the most holy place being an advocate, isn't he? He's being the intercessor. He's being the mediator. He's sitting there saying, Father, we're about to go home. We're about to come get there. Oh, and when, that, when the Father stands up and walks by, him, that's going to be a very difficult day for those who haven't accepted him. When Jesus is standing there as the high priest stood, And the father says, it is finished. Let loose the four winds. Because my servants have been sealed in their foreheads. We know what that means, don't we? My servants have accepted me totally. The seal of God is upon them. That means that name is written in their foreheads. And some of us got big foreheads. It might fit, I don't know. But all of his names are in us. It's written on us. Guess what he gets to do then? He gets to say, okay, finish the work. And I think there was four angels, and they said, the four angels who held the four winds, then those four winds are going to be let loose. And then we're going to be saying, Lord, thank you. I hope, I, Lord, I know I'm not worried. We're just going to be keep. we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not going to understand how we, because then when you get close to them, you realize how nothing you really are. And you're like, oh, Lord, I, I don't deserve it. I, I need to, he's going to say, peace. And then all of a sudden, you're going to look up. I don't know what direction. They say he's coming out of the belt of Orion. Most of y'all, I don't even know what Orion is. Is <laughs> up, just look up. <laughs> and we're going to look up, and we're going to see something. And we're going to see all of a sudden, it's it's the size of a man's hand. It's going to look a little bit like Elijah when he told his servants to go pray seven times. He said, I see a cloud, but it's the size of a man's hand. And all of a sudden, it's going to start getting bright. You know why? Because there's two-thirds of created angels coming with somebody on a horse. And we're going to look up and say, our Redeemer, we've been waiting on him. He's come to save us. Isn't that wonderful? 1st uh, Let's go to Revelation 5. Let's see what else happened in heaven. I know, two, two more minutes. You'll be all right. There's no fellowship dinner, so you'll be all right. We're going to finish up in Revelation. Revelation chapter 5. Don't get caught in the foolishness. Find out who he is. Because that's the name he said, man, I got a name that only I know. And yeah, I know Nelson. You know what Nelson's going to do when he gets to the kingdom? He goes, you know that name? <laughs> What's that name? That's after about the first 3,000 years, because he's going to be dancing around having a good time. He'd be so happy. He, uh, and Jane's going to be talking. <laughs> so we look at this in Revelation chapter 5. We're going to read 2 through 5, and then we're going to go to 11 through 14. Verse 2 of Revelation chapter 5 said, And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice. They asked this question. He said, who is worthy to open the book? See, there was this book. That it took something very special to open this book. Because the an angel, a strong angel, he couldn't open the book. So he said, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven, nor on earth, neither under the earth was able to open the book, Neither to look thereon. And this book had salvation in it. No one could open the book. And what did John do? Verse 4: John said, I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. There was nobody worthy to save mankind, there was no man worthy to save those who had fallen. And so John wept. He said, Man, There's no hope. But oh, verse 5. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold. What's another name? The lion of the tribe of Judah. Then he had another name. He said the root of David. How you be the root of something that was before you? Because it's before Abraham was, I am. Had prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals. Stop one second. He did what? He prevailed. How did he prevail? Through obedience to his father. That's how he prevailed. He prevailed against Satan, all of his hosts. Every angel, every agent, he prevailed against them because he was obedient to his father. Here's the message this morning, you can too. Amen. So we got the root of David, the line of the tribe of Judah. Let's go to verse 11. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. And thousands of thousands, is that enough? saying with a loud voice, Worthy is another name. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing and every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying this, Blessing and honor, And glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb, how long? Forever and ever. Everyone is going to bow down. Everyone is going to acknowledge who he is. Whatever name he is. (coughs) You better get to know him this morning. You better start obeying him this morning. Is he worthy? worthy. And And the four elders. He said, man, I I'm trying to put my name on your forehead. Isn't that wonderful? Our name is called Jacob. He's trying to stamp Israel. Will you be Israel today? Will you, will, you <laughs> will you humble yourself just enough to say, yes, Lord. I want your name in my forehead. And that forehead means it controls your mind. And your mind controls everything. He said, if you just let me sit there if you let me and put my name in you, what's going to happen to you is you're going to be just a little different. You're going to start seeing things a little different. And, and, and yes, you might become the enemy of the world, but hold on because the world's going to pass away and all, with, with all your enemies. He said, just hold on. I got something for you. I got eternal life for you. I got a position in, in, in my kingdom. I, I went to build you a mansion. I know we're fighting and scuffling trying to live in one right now. There's nothing wrong with a mansion. You got one? Anybody got one? Hello? He said, don't worry about earth. Don't worry about your mansion on earth. You got taxes to pay on earth. I paid the taxes in heaven. He said, I got a mansion for you. It's clean. It's got everything you need. He said, I want you to go lay your crown, because I got a crown for you, too. He said, now when we have this meeting, I want you to put your crown on. He said, you can walk around. Don't worry about it. Everybody know you're with me. So he said, but when we have this meeting, I want you to put your crown on. We're going to sit around this table. We're going to have a meal. You know, how, how, how long was that table again? Was it five miles? Mile? It was mile? Yeah. And, and, and we'll be such a nature, uh, 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 Brother Jay, that we'll be able to see the person five miles down. <laughs> see, this is what I'm going for. This is what I'm looking after. This is, this is why I don't pay a lot of as they say, I don't pay a lot of mind to certain things. I don't get caught up in a bunch of confusion because I don't have time for it. And, and because we got a kingdom to claim, amen? And we have a, a position to take, even on this earth. And our position is, hey, let me tell you who his name is. And maybe you'll fall in love with him too. Verse 14 says, and the four beasts said amen. And the four and 20 elders fell down and worshiped him that does what? He liveth forever and ever. You got enough this morning. What's his name? That probably is the one that can (laughs) come. But we'll spend eternity finding out who he is. Has he done something for you? Is he worthy to be praised? If something in holy heaven is bowing down and giving him praise, Everyone in unholy earth ought to be, mm. amen. Mm. That includes us, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, how did they bow down? They obeyed. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't resist. They said yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The twenty-four elders got there because they said yes, Lord. The four beasts said yes, Lord. Yeah. And the, and the, and a company of angels that hung with him. No, I wish. now we better not say that. There was another name just popped in my head. His name was Mike. Hmm. I was wondering why he didn't include that one. He said Let's read that. Hmm. Daniel, chapter 12, I believe. See, Daniel showed up a couple of times. and Daniel, I mean, Michael showed up a couple of times. I believe it's that. Hmm. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he said, Michael, this is why this is important," he said. Mm. "Lord, help us." Michael, chapter twelve. Michael, Daniel, chapter twelve. And this is what's wonderful. And this is who he is. And at the first one. Mm-hmm. And at the at that time, see when all things are going a little haywire. Mm-hmm. At that time, shall Michael stand? the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. You see what else he does for? And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to the same time. And at that time, <coughs> thy people shall be what? Delivered. Everyone that shall be found written in the book. Then we just read about that book? He said, Mike, and, and, and we read about this last week, When when, uh, when Gabriel was was trying to get to Daniel, who was it that got him? Michael. He said, I stand for my people. When, when, When it gets too bad, I come. When it gets overwhelming, I'm there for you. Know that about your God. He has never forsaken you. He cannot forsaken you. There is nothing on this earth that can keep his love from you. Are we all right? Michael. We're going to end up with him, the prince, the king. See, I know some of y'all are going to go home and say, well, how can he be a prince and how can he be a king? Hmm. Tell you what, why don't you just find out who he is. Go, say, his name is I am, and I need to be about being with him. Do we know how, what he wants from us? He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He said, I'll, I'll put my spirit within you so you can. If you just let me in today, let me in your heart, let me in your soul, let yourself die. Admit to him, I know nothing. I tried to figure it out. Lord, I thought I knew who you were. Lord, I I thought you, I, I was trying to use you, Lord, to get the things that I want. He said it's not like that in heaven. There's no users there. He said, just let me give you what I want to give you. And we learned today I want to give you peace. I want to give you love. I want to give you joy. I want to give you everything that you ever needed. Stop trying to pigeonhole me into your selfish desires. Don't ask God for nothing. Could you do that for one day? Just say thank you. Just say thank you and praise Him. Lord, I, I'm, not, I'm not calling you <laughs> to say I need something. I'm calling you to say thank you. Everything you've done for me, I say thank you. I praise your name because who you are. You said you are the King of kings, Lord of lords. Try that just for one day. Don't ask God for anything. Just thank you and praise Him. One prayer. If you can't do a whole day, do one set of prayers. You know that five-minute prayer you have? say that you say Lord I just came to your throne to thank you you are worthy thank you and you'll be surprised what happens to your life see that key of thankfulness opens the door of heaven that key of praise keeps back the enemy when you start praising God he has to leave when we, when we murmur and complain we invite the enemy Lord I just I'm down here struggling Satan says, great, got another one. Got another sucker who don't understand that Jesus is Lord. I'm glad they don't know if if they say thank you and praise, I I got to go. Well, you you know that now, don't you? When you get down in blue, start saying thank you. Because that, that demon of depression is leaning on you. How do you get a demon off of you? You praise. You thank you. That demon can't stand it. Anybody been down this week? How'd you get out of it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm still in it. I came into church with it. <laughs> oh, call his name. And you got plenty to call now, don't you? We got oh. oh we, you know, for time's sake, we just, we stopped there. But I think we got the message. Let's claim him today. Let's praise him today. Let's accept him today. No more deception. No more deception. The devil is lost. He cannot win. Don't let him get in. Ask God to remove it from you. Anybody want that removed from your soul today? Do you believe he will? Has he done it before? Well, shut the door when he does it this time. Stop letting him back in. Because we've got to go on to another level. Because just like Christ, walked through the midst without anything happening to Him, we got a work to do. There's a million, billion people out there that need to know what God has told you. And we have to be living up to it in order to do it. Let us pray. Thank you for taking the time to tune us in today. We pray that you've been blessed by the Word. If you would like more of these sermons, please check us out on our YouTube page. Download our podcast and like and share us on Facebook and Twitter. May God bless you today and forevermore.